0: Hey there, welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, and I am so glad to be here with you again for this week's episode, which is all about something that most of my clients experience and are so happy to finally work on. What I'm talking about is making fear-based decisions. But first, this episode is sponsored by my new coaching experience, The 50 Unplugged Mastermind. Do you wish you could stop being stuck and fearful about making the changes in midlife that you're dreaming about? You are not alone, my friend. Sometimes it feels like a total uphill battle. The 50 Unplugged Mastermind is exactly what you're looking for when you really believe you're older and wiser and ready to finally put your own needs on the priority list for a change. It's all about celebrating opportunity. It's about unplugging from the stereotypes about what you can't do because of your age kicking fear to the curb, and confidently focusing on what you can do regardless of how old you are. It's about possibility, growth, excitement, and freedom. How great is that? And the best part, you get to be part of an amazing community of women who want the same thing. Learn more about this unique and totally fun year-long coaching experience for midlife women who are turning 50 in their 50s or are 50-ish and committed to getting excited about their lives again. Don't waste another minute. Head over to www.talktosuzie.com to get yourself on my calendar to learn more about if it's a good fit for you. Okay, now let's dive in. I have to say, making fear-based decisions is super common in midlife. I hear it from most of my clients, and I have experience with it myself. Let's take a look at the whole thing. I think it gets worse in midlife. As you know, I'm in the business of helping you unstick yourself. Women reach out to me when they're stuck. You might be feeling stuck right now too, which is why you might be listening to the podcast. Many of you feel stuck and stay stuck. You say you don't know why you're staying stuck, that it's confusing and frustrating. But the truth is, that you probably know, or at least have a hint, an inkling about what's going on. We like to think we're confused. Staying confused is actually easier, even though it doesn't propel you forward. But it's actually a choice that you make, even though you may not think about it that way. Take a second and really just pause and think about it. When you're confused, it's easy to get comfortable. You slowly but surely just start to accept that this is the way it is. It kind of feels like you have no choice, that you are at the effect of confusion. I know that sounds weird. It's a bit counterintuitive that you would actually choose it. But staying confused is the status quo. Unconfusing yourself is not. There's more discomfort associated with it because it's something new. It's a change. Now, when I was stuck for five years at my last job, I didn't have a clear picture of what was going on with me, that's for sure. But I sensed discomfort of some sort. I can actually imagine myself at my desk feeling it. Um, now, I felt super stuck for sure, but I didn't really understand why I was so hopelessly confused about what I wanted to do. I whined. I talked to friends, I read books, I spun out, I looked at schools, I checked out programs, I whined to friends some more, and basically I got nowhere and I stayed stuck. Now, eventually I realized that the discomfort that I was feeling was fear of some sort. I started to think about it as being a bit fearful of change. After all, I'd been at this workplace for almost 20 years, I started when I was just newly engaged, and here I was with kids in university, like a lifetime had gone by in between. But it didn't make sense because I wanted a change. I felt stagnant, and I didn't like feeling that way either. The thing was that I wasn't a coach back then, and I didn't really know how to dig around up there in my brain. (laughs) It wasn't until I got laid off and I had some quiet time to think that's when I started to figure things out, right? I needed that time and space. It wasn't fear of change that I was experiencing after all. It was more closely related to fear of failure about moving on to a new job, but it, it, it was even a bit more complex than that. It was actually wrapped up in my ideas about my age and how that related to my career path. I noticed I thought that I might apply to new jobs and not get any opportunities, which would have been rejection and clearly a fail. And then after a few more months, I dug a bit deeper and I realized that I was also fearful of being 50. Again, not the actual number, but 50 was approaching. It was really about being older and being discriminated against because of my age and also aging out to some degree. What I really mean is that I always thought my seniority at my job was an asset, that being at my job for 19 years and having longevity in my position was a good thing. But in my heart of hearts, I noticed I thought it might be a detriment, that being at a job so long prevented me from additional training and growth that would have been seen as a problem, right? And a weakness compared to younger, fresher applicants. And I use the word fresh with full respect to you and your age. (laughs) I don't think you're expired, but I think you understand me when I explain that I was feeling a bit stale. I think I was hiding from what I was actually thinking. So I started to understand that the emotion of fear was driving all kinds of behavior. I was more afraid than I knew. I was afraid of things I didn't really understand. The thoughts that created the fear were keeping me stuck. I didn't do what I needed to do to move things forward, so I proved my thoughts about not getting opportunities. Those are the thoughts that produce the fear, and then I didn't do anything big like take massive action, so I didn't get the opportunities. No surprise that my results proved my thoughts, and my thoughts created my results. I see that what I was doing was making fear-based decisions, not just one, but several, and often. Something you've heard me say over and over again on the podcast is that you can do whatever you like, but you have to like your reasons. The thought work that I teach here helps you determine this. And now it's so easy to see. I didn't like these reasons at all. It sure doesn't make me feel amazing. It's a little embarrassing. And nothing I would like to model for my kids, (laughs) nothing I feel proud of. It's certainly nothing I would have done earlier in my life. I think it might be one of those things that gets worse when you age, or at least it got worse when I aged. Interesting, so many of my clients do talk about this though. So what typically happens is, like me, my clients are unhappy at work in some way. Sometimes they just don't feel fulfilled anymore, or they feel like life's passing them by. So can you relate to this? I I, Honestly, I'm imagining myself sitting at my desk right now, in my office, in my last workplace, and I remember myself thinking this. The thing is, though, that most of the time you can't seem to figure out what you should do, or at least my clients can't. The analogy I give them is the GPS. So back in the day when we needed to go somewhere, we didn't have a GPS. We had to look up the route on an actual paper map, or better yet, get directions from someone. That always created so much stress for me. Go 25 miles east and then turn right at the Red Barn. Then go another five miles and take a left at the gas station. Now now I'm in Canada and the distance is in kilometers and meters instead of miles and yards. And I really have no clue. (laughs) It just makes matters worse for me. Talk about fear. The fear of getting lost without a cell phone was real. As a woman in the middle, I know you know what I'm talking about. But it's a totally different ballgame with the GPS, with Google Maps or Waze or whatever app you use. All of a sudden, everything is crystal clear. You know exactly where to go. You know exactly where to turn. You know what to do. You're just quite confident that you're going to get there. You even know when you're going to get there. And when we were younger, life was more like this, right? We leaned into what we needed to do, to go where we needed to go, to grow and to move forward, but now, not so much. Can you relate to this? Are you thinking about a job situation right now that you would like to change, but you aren't because you're fearful about it in some way? You might not be quaking in your boots, but when you're really quiet and honest with yourself, you are probably resistant and afraid. You are holding back. And you might not even know what you're thinking exactly, like with me. The thing is, though, that you can figure out what you're thinking. Your biggest clue is to just look around at the result that you have. Your thoughts are creating that result. Now, I know it sounds crazy, but what you're thinking now is creating your emotional state. The way you feel drives what you do or don't do. That is, how you behave. And that will create what's going on in your life. And you know what happens then, right? We've talked about this a lot in the podcast. Your results will actually prove your thoughts every day of the week, and so it goes. Now, the important thing is to really be aware of what you're doing. Even though it doesn't feel like you're doing anything except feeling stuck, it probably feels like you're just responding to the universe that's making you stuck. (laughs) But it's really not so. You're creating stuck for yourself. It's the same with relationships or anything else that's creating midlife transition angst for you. My clients have shared all of it. Relationships that feel stuck, careers that feel stuck, bad habits that feel stuck, self care that feels stuck. Stuck can be doing something you don't want to do or not doing something you do want to do. You can be stuck either way. And with all of it, you really owe it to yourself to notice what is creating your result. Why don't you have the result that you say that you want? I'll give you a hint. The answer isn't, I don't know. (laughs) And I'll give you another hint. It really could be fear disguising itself as confusion. Now, like I said, lack of change is also a decision that's being driven by a feeling. So be on the lookout for fear. Fear could be the reason that you're living with the result that you currently have. The onus is now on you to determine if you like that reason. Remember the example I gave you about when I was stuck for five years? I see now that my decisions about my job at that time were totally based on fear. I thought it was confusion, but it was fear. It's time to dig in a bit in your mind and see if you're also making fear-based decisions. And more importantly, if you like that reason, like if that's okay with you. The thing is that fear is just another feeling like any other feeling, right? And to really embrace this mindfulness work and try to live more intentionally, one of the critical areas that you have to push yourself in is to feel your feelings, to learn not to be afraid of allowing yourself to feel the emotional vibration in your body and learn not to freak out about it. So what you want to do is slowly move to the point where you become a watcher of your thoughts and you see your thoughts creating your feelings, but you don't need to be at the effect of them. So it's not like the battle days where if you had fear, you needed to protect yourself and retreat, retreat, get back into the cave, or you'd be eaten by a bear or squished by a woolly mammoth or something. Now, I'm not talking about the type of fear you may have when you're in physical danger. Don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about that. But if you don't like the reasons for making decisions about making a change, be suspicious of fear. Your job now is to look for the thought that is creating the fear. So ask yourself a few questions. When do you feel fear? Just notice, when is it that you actually feel fear? And is this the type of thing that makes you fearful often? So look for patterns. Then ask yourself, why do you feel fear about this change? Just allow yourself to think about it and notice what comes up for you. And then, what are you making that mean? A lot of times, when you ask yourself what you're making it mean, another thought will come up, and sometimes that's the thought that's causing the fear. Ask yourself about the worst case scenario. A lot of times, we think it's way worse than it is. What does the feeling of fear feel like in your body? Notice where it is. What would you imagine happening? If love could help you out right now? I think that's such an interesting question to ask yourself, right? If you were more compassionate with yourself, what would happen? What would your future self say to you about the way that you're thinking about this change? Your future self is very compassionate. Are you lacking confidence to do what you actually want to do to go forward? Is that what's coming up for you? Do you feel like you're wasting valuable time because your decisions are about fear instead of growth, right? Are you really focused about things related to fear rather than what will happen when you allow yourself to bust out of feeling stagnant and get into that space of actually growing? So the thing is that awareness really is the key ingredient to all of this. But the bottom line is that it's not Enough to want something. I've watched many a client and a friend talk about how unhappy and stuck they are. They go on and on about it, asking for advice. Guess what? Answers like this don't come from other people, they come from you focusing on you, from you taking action on sorting out what you want, from you working on your thinking and accepting responsibility for the results that you are currently creating for yourself. So I encourage you to take action. And one way to start is to really dial in your awareness of what you're thinking that's creating your fear. Be really, really honest with yourself and give yourself time to sort it out. Another great idea is to notice that when you're feeling fear, you're thinking about yourself. You're not thinking about the effect of the change that you're considering on others or in the world i think that when you make this shift you'll notice that you're not nearly as as fearful perhaps not at all to really allow yourself to think about what are the consequences the other things that will happen for other people when you make this change and finally you can work on your thinking you can play with thoughts that shift you forward into action by not creating fear For example, you can try on some new thoughts for size, like ones that start with the phrase, I'm learning. You could think that you're learning to figure it out, or that you're learning to feel more comfortable with what you really want to do. This type of a shift is just a beginning, but these small shifts in thinking will create different feelings that will help you unstick yourself. You will slowly but surely start to focus on what you can do, which will change everything, I promise you. The thing is that this really is your life, right? And if you don't make some sort of change and take some sort of action, you will likely find yourself in the same exact position that you're in this time next year. And nothing will change, really, unless you take action. Now, I know that change like this seems hard. Putting yourself first like this might even seem foreign. And actually taking action to make your dreams come true, I know it sounds kind of out there, but it can feel scary. But you know what's really hard? Never building the kind of life that you really, really, really want because you didn't want to deal with the hard stuff. Now, I heard that you got the memo. You know what memo I'm talking about, right? That you can do hard things. That memo one of my favorite memos. (laughs) And one of my favorite things to hear about is the massive action that my clients are taking after they understand the impact of feeling fear. It blows my mind. I've had clients leave jobs. I've had clients stay in jobs. I've had clients negotiate different working arrangements for more flexibility within their job. I've had them become entrepreneurs, become life coaches, lose weight, have difficult talks with family members. Have difficult talks with partners, and work on their thinking to create the results that they want. I also understand, though, that because I'm 55 years old and I've done this work for myself, I I feel connected to what you're going through. I was stuck in miserable for five long years. Remember, that's 260 weeks. It was such a drag. I didn't see my way out while I was in the middle of my midlife funk. It took time and it took my attention. I had to practice looking for my thoughts that were creating fear, and then I had to practice thinking new thoughts. But there's such a huge payoff. Here's what doing the hard work on my own mindset and my priorities has enabled me to do. I never have to worry that I don't know what I want to create in my life. I feel a huge commitment to have my own back so I can. Can be my best self and show up in my life, for my family, for my community, and for my clients. I use my coaching skills to help other amazing midlife women. I love getting up in the morning and being excited about my career. I build the type of life now that sets an amazing example for my kids about what's possible when you actually are excited about your life. I am sometimes afraid to do things, but I do them anyway. <laughs> that's different. And I put my, my highly valuable creative work out there in the world. And I actually help people change their lives too. That's what getting over my fear has done for me. And of course, also for other people too. So now I've been working as a coach for five years. And this actually, that's the same amount of time that I'd been stuck. That is crazy. It's also amazing. And when I was stuck, I was miserable and I was helping no one. But during the five years I've been working as a coach and I haven't felt stuck, I've been an entrepreneur and teaching and coaching and mentoring. I've helped hundreds and hundreds of people and I couldn't have a more fulfilling career. Same amount of time. I used to think I didn't know what to do. I used to be fearful of making a mistake. I used to be afraid that I would regret leaving my job. Now I have a completely different situation. I've got different thoughts and different results. This can be you too. You don't have to keep wasting time feeling stuck, but you do have to do something different to have a different result. You have to decide that you're no longer going to make fear-based decisions. And then you have to stick to that commitment. As women in the middle, I know you've got this that's a thought that's available to you too. That's it for this episode, my friend. If hearing this made you realize that you could use some help understanding your fear, busting out of your midlife funk and getting excited about your life again, my new coaching experience, the 50 Unplugged Mastermind is the answer. I teach my clients how to take massive action so that possibility is more of a focus than fear. Just fill out an application and grab a spot in my calendar for your quick and fun 10-minute call at www.talktosuzy.com. If you like what you've heard, just head over to the Women in the Middle podcast on iTunes and leave me a review. Check out the show notes with more information and links at www.susierosenstein.com. The bottom line with this work is that you have waited long enough. It's time to celebrate opportunity in your 50-unplugged life. It's time to focus on what you can do instead of what you can't do. Let's do this, ladies, one scary but exciting thought at a time. Thanks so much for listening.